We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Points north, south, east, and west. Brian Mitchell's an NFL legend. He's holding it down in the Navy Yard Studios. I'm a blogger. I'm out in Ashburn gearing up for the Eric Bieniemy introductory press conference. Good morning, B. What How up, doing? Jay? How you doing, man? Uh, I'm good, dude. I'm good. Is there some buzz uh, over there? Um, it's growing. Uh, you know, this thing doesn't start for another hour. Folks are kind of just pulling up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think, I think it's going to be a good, exciting day for the Commanders, honestly. And and I think. Um, you know, we haven't had <clears> – I'm trying to think the last fun, exciting day this team has had where <clears throat> unless your na- last name is McCoy or Acho, pretty much everybody's fired up about this thing. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, because even, you know, last year they sure tried to roll out the parade route for Carson Wentz, but not a lot of people were really buying it. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before that, I suppose there was some excitement about around F- Ryan Fitzpatrick, but – not realistically. I, I would think the last big celebrated move out here was in 2020, they had the late run to the playoff game, which was fun, but it wasn't like a singular move. I think the last real dose of excitement out here was Chase Young getting drafted. Wow. I mean, you're talking about, about a long time ago, Jay. Do you disagree? Well, I'm I, trying to think the last like universally celebrated move. Well, when they re signed Terry. That's true. And, and you know what? That, that, that is it because there was a press conference for Terry and you could tell, I mean, he got emotional. Like, you, you're absolutely right. That's the last one yeah. was when they re-signed Terry. Yeah. Um, and kind of shows that it's not a ton of awesome events out here. <laughs> and, and, and maybe this is a, a step in the right direction, I would say. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think, you know, it, it's been like this a lot. We, we, we've had moves where – Coaches come in, players come in, and we have the excitement. This is one that I'm hoping is uh, long lived. I'm not. Ho- I'm hoping that this is something that's going to be successful. Um, and we all know if he has great success, then he's probably gone unless they're going to make him the head coach here. <laughs> so right, I just think. But I'm looking for. You know, I- I'm at a point now where I'm sick and tired of getting excited and then things don't work. So I, I've kind of woke up this morning with the mindset of I'm not expecting him to say certain things. I'll just wait and see what he says and, and try to go from there because what I've learned over my lifetime, when I go into something expecting to hear a certain thing, the guy could go out and knock it out the box. But if he don't say what I was expecting, then I see it as, oh, he didn't say what I wanted to hear. So I'm going to just let it happen and see what goes down. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think – it's interesting because I don't have a ton of expectations for this thing. I, I, I've i learned that I think, and, and Brian, you probably know this, and, and a lot of coaches do this. This isn't unique to Andy Reid, but he very much keeps his assistants 
as much as possible kind of away from the media. And, and yep. that's, not, that's not unique to Andy. A lot of coaches do it. Now, there are NFL regulations that the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator speak every week. Uh-huh. But one thing I know is when you are in a smaller market, like Kansas City is, I mean, I, I don't know what their market size is, but I doubt they cracked the top 20, frankly. Uh-huh. Yeah. When you're in a smaller market and when you're kicking ass, when you're one of the best teams, when you are winning Super Bowls and competing, you get to be a lot more heavy-handed with the media than than necessarily a large market team does yeah. or certainly a large market team that hasn't been winning. True, true. And, and so I think there is some level of excitement and, and interest and – Honestly, B, one of the things I'm most curious about is what are we going to – like what kind of questions is is enemy going to get? Uh, and, the, why? So I, um, I'm i hoping to get a one-on-one interview with, with Eric today and uh, PR requested just kind of understand what kind of topics you're looking at. And, and sometimes I would brush back at that, but they don't have to grant one-on-one interviews and nobody's asking for specific questions. It's more just an idea of the topics. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, you know, the biggest questions I have are why Washington and why now, but outside of that, I, I, I don't think t- here's, I had a conversation with somebody last night, Brian, and I'm curious what you think on this. People are wondering if, if, if Eric needs to be asked why he's not a head coach yet and, and why he's had so many interviews, to me, those questions aren't for Eric. But those are for owners. And let him give you his answer. And he say, ask some of these owners. You know, I've done – you know, I would love to hear him say, I've done more than a lot of people that's gotten these jobs. And, and, and uh, I've called, the, the called more plays in more years than most people that's gotten jobs. Ask them why they hired them and not me. Yeah, that's kind of my thing is I don't think the – It's probably an unfair question for him to be able that, to answer, but I think that if, if, I were, if I were in his position, that would be my answer to what I just said because if I think – if we go into something and we're supposed to be in this race and I seem to be beating the hell out of you, why you keep getting the, uh, uh, the, the, the gold medal? And I'm, I'm, I'm steadily sitting over here not even getting the bronze. I guess that's my point. Yeah, is I don't think it's fair to ask enemy that because he doesn't have the answer. Now, if if you want to ask him if he's frustrated by not getting a head coaching job or or you know how does I, I think the how and why of Washington is fascinating. Yeah, because he's had how a why t- and plans. That's what I care about, dude. And, and and the one thing I want to talk about is like his offensive philosophy. I, I mean. His head must be completely spinning from – think about this dude's last month. I mean, the Super Bowl win was only – I mean, how many days ago? I bet it was like – they played the Super Bowl on the 12th. Today's the 23rd. Mm-hmm. That's 11 days, dude. And they had – I believe they had the parade on the 15th or 16th. They had the parade a little later that week. Yeah. But, you know, it's I, like it's, – I mean, it, this dude has had no time to decompress or – He has no time to decompress, but that's a coach's life. Sure. And I think most coaches, their journey is a lot different than ours. Like, as fans and, and media guys looking at him from afar, we go, damn, his head has to be spinning. You know what? He's probably walking in this thing with his chest high saying, this is exactly what I want to be in. 
I won the Super Bowl. I decided to move on after winning. Like I've always, everybody. I think everybody feels like win, win a championship and retire, or go to your next move at that point. Now he gets an opportunity to go out there away from people that seem to get more credit than he does when he uh, when he does. I don't think there's a, uh, any problem between him and Andy or him and uh, Pat. But sometimes you got to leave even your family, your friends, to blossom. And this is probably his chance to go out and blossom. So he's probably excited about this thing. Couldn't This is what he's, he's been waiting for. I'm not a head coach yet, but they seem to have given me full autonomy for this offense. I'm halfway there now. So I get to go out there and show what I can do running this phase of the game, with, and I have the total control and final say. See, Andy normally has that 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 that, that he could come in and override. Guess who's the overrider now? Eric on offense. I what would what would your questions be today? Huh? And what are your big what what are your biggest questions in this thing? My, like I said, I want to know why here. And then how are you going to get this offense to – we have great talent. How are you going to get the best out of this talent? That's the simple things I care about. I don't care about what was going on in Kansas City because we don't have, a, uh, we don't have Pat Mahomes here. Right. You know, we don't have all that stuff here. That I want to know all how – Yeah, what is it about – why did you choose here? Are you all in with uh, Sam Howell? And how are you going to get the best out of these the, – the three receivers and these two running backs we have – and maybe some of the other guys that we didn't get the best out of. How are you going to get it? So, and ha- have you talked to Ron about an offensive line? Yo, it's <laughs> funny. It, I mean, as different as you and I are, it, it, it's funny. So, I, I took some I, – I was making some notes last night just about what I want to make sure gets covered today. And one thing to make – so that everybody understands, in a big press conference like this, they're having this in the building, in their big auditorium. So, they're not even having it out in the media annex. Mm-hmm. And the auditorium looks way better for for the televised product. And it stuff. does. So that, that's cool. Um, but I think what I, – I made some notes just what I want to make sure I talk to him about today. And in a presser, people have to understand that you – especially in the new – press conferences have changed dramatically in the post-COVID world because everybody got so used to Zoom pressers mm-hmm. that now we all – act like everybody got to it, it's very bizarre how it's all changed but you know that's life things change where the mic just gets passed around and everybody asks one and maybe you ask two and it I don't like it as much as it used to be when it was a little more free-flowing but I'm sure there are people that like it more so whatever um and, and the things I think we need to hear is why Washington why now um, and then specifically a lot of the stuff you hit on I want to know your offensive philosophy mm-hmm. what, what is the plan what do you plan on doing for me, B, it's kind of similar to what you said. How did you and Ron get to a level where, where you trust one another this fast? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, did Andy broker that? Have you known each other a long time? What is your trust level with Ron? Because you, you're coming in here and, and believe you have this autonomy to run the offense. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, you you got to ask about Sam Howell. I yeah, mean, you, you do. Got to. You do. Um, what do you think of this kid? And 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 I think with the way the enemy historically anyway has run RPOs and stuff, I think that's a good opportunity for how I have O line written down. What is your plan to address this offensive line? And then I I want to talk a little bit about Terry and the weapons they have here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's always been somebody that gets the ball to his playmakers. What do you think of the playmakers here? How does that? 
how does that look moving forward? And those are kind of all my notes there. I, I'm yeah, curious. I think some of the stuff like what, what, like the things that have been discussed, the shady stuff and all. But Tariq Hill said, you know, that's just who he is. And what I've always told you, if a coach is consistent in what he does, if he's a quiet guy and he's consistently quiet, I'm cool with that. If he's a guy who's a, a very emotional guy and he's always like that, I'm cool with that. If he's a yeller, I'm fine with that. But you need to be consistent. And that's the one thing Tyreek Hill, I saw a little video he was talking about. He said, that's who he is. He said, but the thing about it, the man doesn't just sit there and try to talk to you about being a football player. He wants you to better yourself as a human being too. And I think a lot of times people don't understand when you grow as a person outside of football, it helps your growth inside of football. I thought, you know, we had uh, Alfred Williams on the the show yesterday. Yeah. And I thought uh, Alfred is a guy that played in the NFL for 10 years, won two Super Bowls, um, had an all-pro season, won a national title in college at the University of Colorado when he was teammates with Eric Bieniemy. And, and one of the things I found really, really fascinating was how he talked about, and, and you've talked about this, that if – players don't land in the right situations with the right coaches that a lot of them never develop to, to what they should be or what they could be. Yep. And I, I found that really interesting and really relevant. And I think, I, I mean, I've seen it, honestly. I've, I've heard players tell me that. I, mean, I don't think that's that different in any walk of life, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're an accountant and your boss is a jerk, you're, you're not going to maximize whatever talents you have, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think we'll see. I I, I do think there's going to be some people that get a little bit of a rude awakening. Um, and, and that's the kind of thing you can't really predict that, but it, it's almost inherent. Like, it, it, if somebody new comes in and they start telling you what the hell to do all the time and you're not used to that, there's probably going to be – a little bit of friction, and I don't think that's bad, but I, I, I think it's going to happen. But I think most players need to realize one thing. Look at the success level you've had over the last three, four, five years. And if the guy was just letting you do what the hell you wanted to do and you had that success level, maybe it's time you get you get somebody that comes in here and tell you how to do it, when to do it, and holds you accountable. See, I think one thing about every player that comes into the NFL, they want to be successful. They want to win, okay? They want to have a lot of success. But a lot of people, everybody wants to do everything their way. Well, look at the success level you've had doing stuff your way. Maybe now it's time to listen to somebody else, and they do it a different way, especially somebody rolling in with two rings in the last five years. You get what I'm saying? So maybe, just maybe, when Eric comes in with a new approach, some guys are going to be more receptive to it because, listen, man, we, we, we know the coaches that's been here over the last uh, few, and we also know that those coaches were not people that held people accountable. Held, a lot of them can hold themselves accountable. I think, yeah, I mean, the accountability stuff will speak for itself. One thing I, I'm not particularly interested in, and I'm curious where you land on this, is Sam Howell having to learn a new system. It's football. Sam Howell, yeah, he, he wasn't. It's not like he had been in this old system for eight years. Dude, I mean, listen, he's a rookie. He played one game. I Jay, think he'll be all right. What did we discuss? Uh, we, we talked about this during the season. When you go to the right side, down the middle is a zero hole. You got two, four, six, eight. 
If you go left, you got the one, three, five, seven, nine, right? And all offenses right. the same. Okay, uh, a go route is a nine route. I don't care what the offense is. Okay, you got an eight route. It's post corner. You know, seven. You, you, I mean, for eight is your uh, post. Your post corner is going to probably be a seven. Your 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 four is going to be your eighteen in the cross. Okay, your hitch is going to be boom. Take the five yard bam. Everybody run the same stuff. The terminology is all that has to change, and it's it's not. This is what I, I I've been trying to say this, and I'm gonna just say it for real. I learned one, two, three, four, four offenses in my in my 14 years. It wasn't difficult at all. You know why? Because it mean it meant something to me, and I and when you play football long enough, things come to you rather easily. You know who makes everybody think that the offenses and the defenses are so difficult? Not the players. The coaches that are trying to make their stuff seem different than somebody else's. And you've heard me make this statement many times that if it's too difficult for your damn guys, it's too damn difficult. So I guarantee you it won't take him forever to learn this stuff. He'll pick it up. I, I, I'm with you there, man. I, I think – and, 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 Jay, but I come at it from this point. I wasn't just a running back or a punt returner. I was the emergency quarterback on every team I was on. I had to learn the offense. And that crap was not that damn difficult. I hear it. <laughs> I hear you, B. Um, a lot of people are, are, are sending me questions via Twitter. They'd like ask today kind of what they'd like discuss, some, some, some thoughts they have, how excited they are. Um, what they think happens going forward. We're going to run through all that. Eric Bieniemy press conference live at 11 a.m. today. Eric Bieniemy, new play caller, new offensive coordinator, OC. new assistant head coach in Washington. Do not go anywhere. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.